Amen. Well, good morning, everyone. So good to see you, and good morning to our online community as well, who's joining us this morning. And I just want to begin by saying, some of you may not know that Tommy and Marta have been away for a couple of years because of the pandemic and everything. We were all out for a while. And so Tommy and Marta have moved home. And so I have missed your voice, Tommy. Thank you so much. And just for, we, we celebrate that they're, they're home now and going to be with us on a more regular basis. Amen. Well, will you pray with me this morning? Good and gracious God, help us to be met by you. Help me to step out of the way, God, that you might speak through me. Touch my mind, my heart, my lips, my tongue, my voice. Broken as I am. And help me to be your servant, God. May the meditations of my heart and words of my mouth be acceptable in your sight. And I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, as you have heard many times, if you've been attending here at Salem, Joe and I lived a significant amount of our life in Texas. We moved there when we were 23 years old and lived there for 22 years. When we both made the decision to move home 13 years ago, one of the first things that we celebrated was that we were going to get to have four seasons again. Oh, Texas had four seasons. They were hot, hot, cold, and hot. And so we celebrated that we were going to get to come home and enjoy the seasons. We love the seasons of the Midwest. The beauty of spring and all the colors, even when it's still chilly and you have to switch from air conditioning to heat, heat to air conditioning. The crisp, beautiful, vivid colors of the fall and the trees, the, the wonderful summer that stays most of the time below 100 degrees. And I'm one of those weird ones that loves the snowfall. There is just something peaceful about watching the snow come down as you drink your cup of coffee in the morning early. But on the other hand, the spring brings allergies. The summer brings the sweat of humidity. The fall brings the raking of leaves. And the winter brings ice as well. Amen? We see both. Each season has its unique flavor its own clothing, its own smells, its own tastes. These seasons have both blessings and they have challenges. Seasons change, but let's face it, that's what makes life interesting. Just think if life was always the same. Would life be full if there were no ebbs and flows that happen? Would we know the light if we did not experience the darkness? Would we know the depths of joy if we did not experience the depths of sorrow? The wisdom writer of Ecclesiastes poetically speaks of the seasons of life. For everything, there is a season. The writer, the teacher, which is thought to be King Solomon, invites us to see life as a mosaic. 
made up of small pieces of human experience. And these experiences are common to all, yet they are unique to each person. We are all born. We have that in common, but each of us have our stories of birth. We will all pass away, and yet we will have our own unique story when that time comes. What matters is the time we have between our birth and our death and how we live that life we have been given. As author Joan Chittister says in her book, For Everything a Season, the beauty of life is that it runs and does not stop. In a world made up of ebbs and flows, flux and change, we never really achieve, we only sample. We live with one foot in tomorrow at all times. Think about that statement. We live with one foot in tomorrow at all times. Who in this room is not thinking about what's going to happen this next week? What's going to happen tomorrow? And too often while we wait for tomorrow to come or we make these plans for next week or next month or next year, life is passing us by. Ask yourself this question. What season am I in now? Now. Not yesterday, not tomorrow, but now. You know all those stickers that says you are here? I think we all need to have those kind of stickers that remind us from time to time, you are here. And there is nothing worse than trying to live outside of the season you are in, right? I was once on a mission trip back when I was probably in my early 30s, and I was with a group of senior high youth, and we were having fun, and we were doing all these things, and we were working hard together, and this one teenage girl came up to me, and she said, Terry, we're just alike. And I said, what do you mean we're just alike? She says, we both want to be 16. <laughs> There's, she could recognize that I was not living in the season that I was in, that I was living in the fun of my past and dreaming of those fun times. She could recognize that I was not in my current season. Can you recognize your season? Are you in the springtime? Planting seeds of hope. Watching a relationship bloom. Are you being nurtured? Are you in the summer of your life? Is it a time where you can see what you've planted and, and see that growing forth? Maybe it's the seeds of action that were planted coming to fruition finally. Benefiting the people that you serve, the people that you're connected with. Maybe you're in the fall of your life. In the fall, the focus is less on doing and more on allowing and reaping the benefits of what has been already sown. It is a time to attend to yourself and the people in your life and give them care. Or are you in the winter? This is the most challenging season for most people. We enter that dark time. 
We find ourselves asking, why am I depressed? Why am I tired? Why am I not as productive as I was before? What season are you in right now? And how often, here's the next part of that question, how often do you meet God in the season? Whatever the season is, remind yourself, you are here with God. There's a story of of an exchange between an elder and a disciple that really highlights the human condition, and it goes like this. Where shall I look for wisdom, for the wisdom of God, the disciple asked. Here, the elder said. When will it happen, the disciple asked. It is happening right now, the elder answered. Then why don't I experience it, the disciple persisted. Because you do not look, the elder said. But what should I look for, the disciple continued. Nothing, just look, the elder said. But at what? The disciple asked again. At anything your eyes alight upon, the elder answered. But must I look in a special kind of way, the disciple went on? No, the ordinary way will do, the elder answered. But I don't always, but don't I always look the ordinary way, the disciple said. No, you don't, the elder said. But why ever not, the disciple asked. Because to look you must be here, and you're mostly somewhere else, the elder answered. Isn't that so true? Being here seems to not be good enough. We're always looking down the road at what is next. If I can just get past this, if I can just get through this project, if I can just get my teenagers through this stage, can I hear an amen out there on that one? If I can just get things back, put back together, if I can just get through this grief, if I can just get past this pain, if I can just recover from this setback, if I can just get to tomorrow. My mom used to say to me, Terry Sue, don't wish your life away. And how wise she is. Sometimes the season you need to experience is the season you are living in right now because God has something for you in that season. Something you need to learn. Something you need to experience. Maybe even something you need to enjoy. I think I've shared with you that my mom has Alzheimer's. So I have to admit to you that This season I am living in right now is a painful season. On the days when my mom cannot remember my name or cannot remember that I am her daughter, I catch myself thinking, tomorrow might be better. 
when in fact tomorrow comes and it usually isn't better. So maybe I need to start asking myself what God has for me in this season. Maybe instead of trying to change the season, make things better, I need to present in the season, I'd be present, be present in the season here and now. Maybe I should honor this season instead of trying to make it better. Maybe I just need to enjoy my mom with God. And let God carry my burden. I need to be here. I need that big sticker to remind me, you are here with God. You see, when we embrace the seasons of life, we experience the presence and the fullness of God and everything God has to offer us. We experience his comfort and his presence. And hear this. If you don't hear anything else in the sermon, hear this. The seasons of our lives will change. But God's love never changes. Seasons of life come and go. They change. I mean, they can come quick, right? Think where we were last week. And then two days later, no masks if you've been vaccinated, right? Seasons of life change, but God's love is constant. God's love never changes. In the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 11, Jesus is recorded as saying this. He says, my father has handed all things over to me. No one knows the son except the father, and nobody knows the father except the son, and anyone to whom the son wants to reveal him. Come to me, all you who are struggling hard and carrying heavy loads, and I will give you rest. Put on my yoke. Hear that? Put on my yoke and learn from me. I'm gentle and humble. And you will find rest for yourselves. My yoke is easy to bear, and my burden is light. To understand what Jesus is saying here, there are a few things you need to know about a yoke. Yokes don't remove the load. They only redistribute the load. Yoke mates must pull together as a team. They must do it as a unit, as one. They must submit to each other so that the load can be moved in the long run. And the choice of a yoke mate is extremely important. See, Jesus is urging us, put on my yoke, he says, and learn from me. Jesus is saying, will you choose me as your yoke mate? Will you let me make this season a little lighter? Can I redistribute the load a little bit? My love remains. You hear that? As it's, my father has handed all things over to me. No one knows the son except through the father, and nobody knows the father except the son and anyone to whom the son wants to reveal him. He says, my love remains just as it 
remains in the Father. It is unchanging. And no matter the season of life, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. Jesus' way is the yoke he offers, a way of life in which we follow him and lead us into the summer of green pastures and by still waters. A way of life filled in adventure, but also the springtime promises of peace, love, and eternal life. Spring, summer, fall, or winter, the seasons of life change, but God's love never changes. And Jesus offers us the yoke of learning and discipleship with him no matter what season we are going through. Jesus offers us the yoke of righteousness that will usher into the kingdom of heaven. Who are you choosing choosing to be your yoke mate? Will you choose Jesus today to help you redistribute the load? To carry it with you? Will you choose to give God your burdens Because you are here in this season and God is with you here and now. Let's pray. Gracious and holy God, thank you. Thank you for helping us remember that your love never changes, that you are with us through all things. Help us to call out to you and choose you to be our yoke mate. And we pray this in the name of Jesus and all of God's children said, amen.